Yep, we back part two. Y'all had to come up and make a, a part two segment of the Villanova recording, um, Villanova recruiting. Listen, I was into talking about the 2020 basketball class. 2020 basketball class, man. is They got Chuck Harris, who I have an interview coming up soon with Philly Sports Network. All right. Jalen Bridges is another guy I have an interview coming up with. These are the high-choice targets, uh, three-star and another four-star. Once again, I tell you, Penn State is on the – I mean, and and Jalen Bridges is third-ranked in West Virginia. Uh, he's 219th ranked in the whole nation, 38th ranked small forward. There they go with these small forwards again. Point guard, Chuck Harris, he's 6'1", 160. This 12th-ranked point guard in the nation out of Gonzaga. Gonzaga always, Miles Dredd. Here they go. They attack. Now they're doing a good. There he go. He started in Roman Catholic. He started. Now he's going to Gonzaga trying to get. That's a good point guard to get. And I think it's a big possibility that Chuck Harris could end up in Penn State and they could have a good 2020 class there. If they can get Michael Brown Jones, who has been killing. He looks good at IMG. This man is hopping over everybody. Certified. Certified. So I'm looking at those three guys, are guys to look at for Penn State right now. Um, anybody else? I mean, you have to look at guys like Cameron Thomas, but he's a big time guy to get. Ethan Morton and Butler, just like you know, Villanova's at the him. Noah Collier, anybody in PA, they made it known that they go for people in PA. You know, so those are some guys to look at. Now, talking about Penn State, let's talk about what's going on about these visits happening. <laughs> this weekend's big. I mean, I told you about Ja'Kai Moore. I told you already. You got Taquan Robeson and King Wilder still coming here to visit, take their officials. Cornelius Johnson. See, this really, you got Stanford, Notre Dame, and Michigan. They're all at him. And he's set to announce in January. He's visiting. I mean, what does this, what does this say? What does this say? Okay, what does that say? Like, Penn State is making, he's a 6'3 guy, number two in Connecticut. There's a big chance that they could get Cornelius Johnson. Let's just see how this visit goes. But visits are important. It's super important. So, like I say, let's just see how everything goes. Let's just see how everything goes. I really, um... Admire the the greatness of Penn State and what they do as far as recruiting. And this is big because all in all, I'm gonna say this. I just want to say this. All in all, um, Penn State really, really, really makes a a great high pitch toward recruits. But I said this this particular class is kind of it was iffy. And he's made some comebacks. He's made some comebacks I didn't think would even happen. Jalen Curry is another guy to look at for Penn State that could actually commit as a receiver. I don't know, right? I think it'll be Johnson or Curry, either one. And, you know, Johnson's rated over Curry, so I think they're making a high pitch at him to see what happens. Will they get Cornelius? It's a big possibility. This is going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Here we are again. I'm still Penn State Radio. We on Penn State Radio, y'all, and I'm here to tell y'all that it, it's it's been a fun, fun thing to look at this recruiting for Penn State football, particularly this year. Because I I had it all pegged. I didn't think 
some of the guys that they were giving offers to, they were going to even give offers to. So it all surprised me. It all surprised me. Listen, when we come right back, we're going to talk more Penn State football, y'all. Just want to, you know, lean more into things and get more things out. I want to get everything out. Follow leader. Basketball and everything. Uh, basketball. We're talking about some guys, and particularly some guys. People talk about Penn State basketball and how bad things are. Ain't nothing bad. Ain't nothing bad, man. I mean, uh, Rasir Bolton had 17 points of a night, uh, 12 points, 10 rebounds for Lamar Stephen. They lost 64-62 to a great Indiana team. And, you know, to break down what Penn State has and, and what type of team they are, Penn State has a four and fourteen. I mean, everybody on in the Big Ten is competitive, and this team is young, so they're competing good. I know they lost to Bradley and all that, but there's no reason for letdown. These is a young team that happens with a young team. In college basketball, the experience wins most of the time. I mean, anybody winning championships, it's always a select few who can have some youngsters coming in and be so good they can run it up. But that don't happen every year, not even a majority of the years. Guys who've been there long got the playbook, they're the ones who get it down. So you look at guys like Seth London. You remember when Tony Carr and, and this that was the most successful run of Penn State basketball. I mean, it's, it's still going on. Think about it. The Tony Carr, Lamar Stevens, okay, I mean, they got the NIT championship. They won over 20 games. They won just an NIT team. They had like 16, 17 wins. Hey, they should have been in the tournament. And um, now you, you come in with Rasir Bolton, who has took – I knew he was going to take that. I knew it was going to be his job, man. That man was too explosive in high school. Miles Dredd is a killer. He hasn't even got the flow. They haven't even got the feel and the flow yet of being around Lamar. So they haven't even got chemistry. When them guys get to playing together, they're going to be a little hard to beat. But just let them go ahead and get it. Mike Watkins has to get involved. Uh, Marion Jones was a great commit. High four, uh, high four star. I mean, you know, high three star. You want to say um, four star guy to me? Um, to get a guy like that from Georgia, and he was one of the top ten prospects in Georgia, was just so great. And you got Isaiah Brockton. I mean, they did a great job. Then this year, you get Abdul Tisambala. You get Patrick Kelly, who's on the fire IMG class, three star guy. 
Justin McCoy, three star, did an interview with him for stock rises. This guy's impressive as a scorer. It'll give you good depth on your team. They're developing depth. Chambers is around. And then in 2020, he started before just a lot of people. Not many people have their 2020 commit now. Most, most people are just getting to talk and get their feet wet with their 2020 guy. And, you know, you got Michael Brown Jones, great, from, you know, good program at Temple, 7-2 uh, or 7-3 now. Um, St. Joe, tough big five team. LaSalle was recruiting them. And then you got Villanova. So those are four good programs. It's big five. You Penn State grabbed a pick from the big five in, in Pennsylvania. You know, that's how big basketball is in Philly. The big five. You make your own conference. I don't even know nobody who does that. Not the Duke, North Carolina, nobody. That's how big basketball is in Philly. And sports is in Pennsylvania. It just puts it all in that set. Not sure. Excuse me. Um, Penn State has Colgate, who was seven and three. You say, oh, they go, well, they could lose, they could win. Which, which Penn State team shows up? You know, is it the youngsters who are inexperienced or the guy who put it all together for this game? They should beat them near Penn State. That that's what that says. But like I told you, Colgate don't have nobody to believe early. They got nothing but seniors, guys with no chemistry. They're winning. So Penn State has to come in there and do their thing. We need a Lamar Stevens and the Rasir Bowden and Dredd. That's the big three site. And we need a Mike Watkins site. They have a big four. They have a Josh Reeves. They have a good five that could, that can take on most teams in the country and compete hard. So we need to see that. We need to see that complete game. We don't need to see a one for nine like Josh Reeves had before. That's what lost in the game. If he was to hit four shots, they could have won the game. I mean, Penn State was very close to beating a good Indiana team. So people need to start looking at this before they start doubting Coach Chambers, all right? Crazy, crazy how people doubt Coach Chambers. I don't even, you know what? I don't even see some people, what they be saying, I don't even listen to. I'm, I'm, I'm serious because it just sounds crazy. I had, you know, we got one guy, shout out to my followers, that was talking, you know, he was just worried about Penn State. You know, I'm just worried about him. You know, I feel that. You optimistic a little bit. I feel that. But don't be so crazy. Oh, Coach James is awful. He's garbage. Huh? Man, just won the NIT. What did Penn State win the year before that? Nothing. How many wins they had before that? Y'all need to start judging. I think y'all criteria for success is this bull, man. I almost cursed. All right. Now, um, as I've gotten to before, was the football. Um, Penn State, Nittany Lions taking on Kentucky. Now, obviously, man, obviously, Penn State is um, going against a good team. Seriously, like Kentucky's ranked. They're up there almost top 10. And this would be a big win for Penn State to co go up to the top 25, to show what type of team they are. Because this team, is, people are averaging 16 points a game against this team. All right? 16 a game. Just want to go back to that. Lynn Bowden caught 61 catches. Shout out to Lynn Bowden. I remember I used to uh, keep up with his recruiting when Penn State was after him. I was hoping that Penn State got him. <laughs> you see why. 660-some yards, five touchdowns, a receiver. From running back to a, a, a productive receiver. Dangerous. Um, 40, over 40 catches and over 700 yards for K.J. Hamlin. 
but it ain't every time. To be so small like that, be able to explode and you can't stop them, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, Snell and Sanders, two of the best rushers in the country. You want to watch that. I think that's where the game, like I said before, I said this kind of time, just going over what I, you know, about Penn State. Um, I just feel like that's where it's won at. Now, this is why we come to, I think Penn State will win the Citrus Bowl. I think it's, it's the show that I'm a little disappointed in Trace McSorley's year, a little bit, I guess, but you can't be. You'd be naive to be because you got KJ Hamler, Jawan Johnson, people were dropping passes for him all year. So his kind of took away from what could have been a more, uh, even better year. Some touchdowns, everything. You know, he played with the younger people. A lot of vets, people quit the team. Not quit the team, but had to leave, transfer. I mean, these were vets that were with this team. That hurts, especially in college. All right. Let's get back to um, just a little more on the visits this weekend. The visits this weekend come big, okay? Uh, Cornelius Johnson, like I've said, we want to start with him. That's just so interesting to see that his official visit is going to happen. Um, and then you got Roberson and Wallace coming, which could help. Anytime other commits come, it helps. It always helps. Ja'Kai Moore, he's there as we speak. I talked to him this morning. Uh, re reconfirmed something about what I, I got from my phone conversation on the interview. Um, Ja'Kai Moore is big on, on this team, and um, I want to talk about the growth of this team. And everybody, once I'm over, uh, I'm going to be done. I'm going to go to a break. Not right now, but when I do go to a break, after I come from the break, we will talk about the breakdown of a dynasty of both programs. Not dynasty, but just basically both programs being, you know, real good. And Penn State being possibly, they can turn to a team that could be, they can be super elite. They're not even far. They're like around the corner from it. I, um... The big thing is Nolan Smith. I'm just saying. To see Nolan Smith and, and, and Noah Kane's the next guy. To see Nolan Smith come the number one player in the nation. That was that's why I say Nolan. I mean, excuse me. James Franklin is such a great recruiter. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I wonder who idea was that. To go after him and get a visit. Was it Micah? Was it James Franklin? He informed Micah? You know, locker room talk, man. You know what, James? You need to go after Nolan. That's my young bug. I think we can get him here. We need to make, need to make an effort. This could turn this whole, this class is 13th in the nation. It's not far from a top 10 ranking. With Nolan Smith, it's top 10. Nolan Smith, they'll probably be number seven in the nation. And if you get Noah Kane, that's just such a great get. Okay. So, like I say, this is going to be very interesting. Very interesting coming up to Jalen Carey. Will they get Cornelius Johnson and Jalen Carey? I don't think they'll get – will they? That's real interesting. Look at this uh, football team. When we come back, taking another break, y'all. When we come back, we're going to get, like, into the future, reference the 2020 class. We're going to get real comfortable, y'all, with this recruiting and see where we're going to go with this. Uh, we'll talk about some guys, talk about some prospects in the football. We deep in football, and we'll get, you know, a little bit, little bit of intercepting on basketball. But like I said, also, Trevor Keegan is 
also a guy to look at. I'm tell y'all, we're going to come back and talk about that right here on Folly the Podcast. Once again, y'all, as I tell people so many times in sports, as I tell people so many times when you listen to the show, to know what you're going to know, you got to follow the lead. crazy right now um once again i want to talk about the first guy i want to talk about before we even go further is there is a 2020 commit anytime you get an early commit it's always super big to me even before you finish your other class grant two time grant talent excuse grant talent he is from de la salle college in michigan Number 11 prospect could go up. I mean, it's only 20, it's early in 2020. This guy could go up. Uh, 66280 offensive tackle. And this is big. This is super big for Penn State. Super big. Like, Penn State is doing so many big things. So many big things right now with a uh, commit in 2020. Just like Penn State did. <laughs> it's crazy. The basketball and football team has a commit. This shows you where Chambers is coming from. I think everybody has the same plan. Maybe they talk to each other. Maybe this is, you know, this is big. Both of them have that. And it gives Penn State a 35th ranking with two times. He's a, a 80, um, three-star rated prospect. Big for him. Now, you talk about the 2020 class and Brian Bressy. Julian Fleming, of course, these are the guys, Mikhail Sherman, Hytrich, Chris Tyree, Antoine Sampar, the inside linebacker, 
Marshawn Lloyd, Raheem Jerry, Khalil Mullins, Anton Harrison. It's just a but this class is gonna be special. This is gonna be like 2018 type of vibe here. We talk about this class. And going back to 2019, which we will start on, is that yes, Trevor Keegan, Trevor Keegan. That's a guy who Jesus, I mean, at one time I didn't know if he was even on the radar. Now we see he is. And with guys coming that are already committed, that only means a recruiting front. They're trying to circle around a recruit just to, you know, impress them and have guys that's already there to tell you what's good about it. There, there. Trevor Keegan's a four star in New York. I mean, excuse me, out of Illinois. Um, he's the type of guy, like, he's been he's been effective all year. I thought Michigan had him clearly, but he's a, he's a really impressive, impressive tackle. They need a tackle. You know, they need that next to Rashid Wright. After Nana went down, they need that. And I think a tackle is real big for them. And they're hunting for that. They're hunting for that. So, this is it. I mean, you took Trevor Keegan, Cornelius Johnson, Ja'Kai Moore, all guys. Jared Harrison Hunt, all guys that are being courted. And they can get all of them. They can get every single one. They can get every single one of these guys. That's the thing. I ain't like that just so far. When Penn State gets a visit, that's something important to see. So we'll see what happens. Cornelia Johnson's from Connecticut. It's close to home. So we'll see how that rolls. This is, you know, I don't, I, you want me to make a decision on Cornelia Johnson? I still think it's Stanford, Notre Dame right now until further notice. But I'm telling you, a visit could really change things. We know it in the next couple of weeks. I, I don't think there's nothing before Cornelia Johnson's recruiting. Recruiting that suggests that Cornelius Johnson is going to join Penn State, you know, just off a visit. We'll have to see how the momentum goes, how he feels. We'll see some, you know, we're going to see some things. Trevor, Trevor Keegan the same way. Obviously, Penn State wants him. Obviously. They obviously want him, but at the same time, we got to see how that goes. Michigan's on lock. Stanford is going at uh, Cornelius Johnson. We got to see. Now, right now, to me, Jalen Curry is the guy that would commit to Penn State. But Penn State might be like, look, Cornelius Johnson. And Penn State has more space available. With guys leaving so much, transferring, can't play, Jordan Minor, Nana, like they have more space. So they could get both guys. Or do they want both guys? Do they want two wide receivers? Like, do they want two wide receivers? Think about it. Do they want two or two more? They got Emory Simmons this year. They got John Dunmore. Do they want two more guys? It's possible. And Noah Kane is super. Noah Kane is one of those guys, man. Noah Kane is a is a feature running back. He is a feature running back. You put him in with anybody in the country, and we're talking menace. Like if you bring him in there with Devin Ford. And then you got Journey Brown, and then you got um, uh, um, Ricky Slade. You know, because Sanders going to have one more year. You know, Devin to come next year and all that. But, you know, when Miles Sanders leaves, then you're going to see that that other flow. Ricky Sanders, I mean, Ricky Slade, um, Devin Ford, Journey Brown. You're going to see that trio. They got a good rotation. They trying to keep it. Getting Noah Kane could keep it. So, you know, Brenton Strange is a good commitment. If anybody want to break down, let's break down, you know, a couple of guys. We'll go at some more um, 
some more Penn State targets. Um, we don't know whether uh, Jonathan Allen from Dayton, Ohio. He's another guy with Penn State interest. We know not too much movement on, you know, Penn State on him. Um, John Dixon says, I talked to him. He said Penn State hasn't even talked to him. They haven't been talking, so I don't see nothing happening with that. Nothing shaking with that. It's not warm. 247, you go there, put warm. He's not warm at all there. Uh, Renato Brown, we don't know too much about that situation either. So you got to watch out. You know, you look on 247, you might think, but, you know, you, you never know. These guys don't talk to recruits 24-7, you know. Jalen Curry, Devon Ellis is a guy I think could commit to Penn State. Listen, I'm giving them a lock. That's my lock. Devin, Devon, I don't think how State has a chance. They're in there, they said, but I don't think they know. Everybody said, no, they don't. It's over with. I, I just think it's Devon Ellis. I think. And he's getting better and better. He's a four-star, number five in Murray, number 16 defensive tackle in the nation. Number 250 overall. It's crazy. Jaquez Soros, a defensive tackle. Now, see, I'm like, I, I definitely want to follow, you know, what's going on and what's more and what's happening with everything. But, um, I think Jacquez Sorrells is, is a very good prospect. We'll see what happens. Right now, South Carolina is their team. They are that team. Um, Noah Polar Gates, I think that's Alabama. There's no doubt about my mind that's Alabama. Mark Anthony Richards, that's interesting. Interesting. Super. I, I'm I'm more interested in that. I, I, like, wow, what's going on? Is he going to get a visit? You know what I mean? He, he did one on October 27th. Is it going to be another one? He has a visit to Auburn December the 7th. Uh, you're looking at, you know what I mean, we will see how that really unfolds. Um, very good athlete will be a big pickup, you know. If you look at, and, and why I really am on Mark Anthony Richards, Mark Anthony Richards is because you look at everybody, you look at all the uh, picks, and the, le- the Steve Woodafong picked Mark Anthony Richards, and that was – October the 28th. Darrell Hart picked, got picked, picked them on November the 16th, 2018. I November the 20th, it was Keith Newber. So there's a there's a tug of war there, but Steve Witherfong, that guy, 89% uh, uh, prediction percentage. You know, um, Darrell Hart is 77%. He's trying to climb. And you look at, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, listen, I don't have the update on his stuff, but if I had to look at anybody's stuff, I might have to look at Steve. On this one, Steve, that's because until I do further researching for um, on this one. In 2019, he got 91% percentage. All time is 89. I mean, what the phone been good? Just as good as me. All right. So we go and we look at what the phone, Will Fong, excuse me. Sorry, man. Steve Will Fong. Sorry, Steve. And that's a that's a real key prediction. We'll just see how that goes. But the only reason I, I'm I'm really collaborating on that is because if, if I have to do absolute homework on on that specifically, I don't see what's the reason why. They will pick them unless they know some people know inside things. People know inside things. 
They do. They know inside things. So, you know, he, he visited Florida. I don't see a pick for Florida anywhere. So the last visit he had for Miami was October the 6th. Then he visited Penn State. So what would make somebody say Miami right now? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on because he's a high prospect in this class. Very high prospect. Um, all right, now, if we want to round up things, man, let's just talk about the 2020 class. Um, Penn State has got, I mean, there is a super, it's a lot of guys there after. Darian Henry is a guy right now um, from Ohio State. They're going to definitely go after. It's always a tug of war. Jalen Berger, they're still after him. Been recruiting him for a minute. You know, Ohio State's high on him. Um, Christian Story is another guy. I mean, they're after. I mean, of course, they're going to go after Alabama. And I think Penn State might be harder after Alabama than Josh Gaddis. But then again, Josh Gaddis might have knew all along some of these Alabama, Penn State tug of wars that's going to go on soon, especially with Josh Gaddis. He's going to really stabilize his name. He's a real good recruiter. Aaron Parks. That's a Penn State guy there. That that just looks like a Penn State. He's a, he's a Penn State lock for me. I mean, after everything went down with him and, and things caught up, I just thought he was a Penn State lock. It's no doubt. Uh, watch out for Kosea Izzard, another defensive tackle. Impressive. To, impressive. Number seven in Maryland, number 12 in the nation in his position. Defensive tackles. Once again, stacking the box. Curtis Jacobs is another guy that looks like a Penn State guy. And they're not locks right now. You know what I mean? Him and Kozai ain't, ain't locks to me right now, but I think majority. I go 70% on these guys right now. They look like guys that's in the favor of Penn State. And that's a wide receiver, Curtis Jacobs. Jordan Moran, another guy. Now, I think he's a Penn State lock, particularly because um, even though – I'm going to take that back. Now, I've been really guessing on this with him. I just think it's an 80-20. Alabama's involved, so I just don't think – Right now, I can just put him there. I remember John Amechi, and he was my lock for a long time. And this, you know, boom, I'm just thinking, wow, he's right here in the area. And, you know, I talked to him on an interview, had interviews with him. It seemed cool. It don't seem like nothing that overwhelmed me told me that he was going to commit to Alabama. But, hey, they overtook that, so watch out for Alabama. Derek Wingo, another guy, him and Ohio State going to fight over there. I knew that was, you know, was going to be a couple of these recruits. Makari Page, another guy that you're going you're gonna to fight the other guys, Michigan and Ohio State. We'll see where that goes. I don't see that looking more like uh, we'll see how that goes. I think with Urban Meyer leaving, everything's questionable in Ohio State. On how they recruit, we'll see. But Michigan has been favored. You know, the word around him is Michigan's favorite big time. Michael Camardi. I mean – I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give it a lock, everybody. I've been thinking about, you know, VTech. I've been thinking about Michigan, who's been kicking in and winning. So Michigan could be – they're not a uh, – but I feel like he's a lock here. But, you know, a PA guy, do a good job. They've been doing a good job recruiting. Uh, Jaden Dotton is a lock. This is an unbelievable lock. Um, Bryce Mostella is a guy that, you know, I, I see Penn State making a good move on. They do they do real good underground work on Michigan. You know, recruits in Michigan, they do some work on. They have some good guys. Malik Carr, another guy you got to look at at receiver, 6'6". Can Penn State move? 
I'm just mentioning him because it's a good thing he loves, he likes Penn State, but can they move in on this 6'6 target, man? Like 6'6, I can see so much good being done with him at 6'6. Kendall Milton, we'll just see how that goes. So many people, Georgia and Alabama, I think are two guys. I'm just, I think Alabama gets them. Period. Alabama. Kendall Milton is a big time, big time running back. Guy got serious skill. I think they get him. All right, Leonard Manuel. Another guy out of Florida. I think the Gators are going to close in. Georgia's is a good recruiting team. Watch out. I mean, but Florida's doing a good job. But, you know, he's been room with Georgia. Georgia's just is a good recruiting job. Fidel Diggs, another guy that's supposed to be hot on Penn State's trail by 247. I just think Florida gets that. I just think Florida grabs that. I think it'll watch out. Florida's been on there hard. Uh, but the, once again, I don't think it's a lot. I think it's a 50-50 between Georgia, Ohio State right now. and um, I mean, It's a tie between Georgia, Ohio State, and Florida for Fidel Diggs. I think right now that's how that's looking right now down in their recruiting war. But the big guys, the big guns in 2020 are Bressy, Julian Fleming, uh, Marshawn Lloyd, Chris Tyree, Raheem Jared has definitely a lock. He's a lock to me. Raheem Jared, Chris Tyree, Julian Fleming are all locks to me. Everybody else, uh, we got some people that um, I told you other guys that were locks, but as far as the top, we still got to see just how good, like Antonio Antoine Sampa. I want to see if he becomes somewhere in favor with Penn State. I'm pretty sure he likes the university, but how much does he like it? That's what makes it a top. Mikhail Sherman, you know what? I see Penn State making a move on him and taking him. And it's not a lot. I think it's 50-50 right now. The way you you hear about Mikhail Sherman, he is a 50-50 Penn State guy. He he definitely could be a Penn State. Pressy is a 50-50. I think Alabama and Ohio State are just real good, real good schools right now. And Ohio State is battling Penn State right now. They are battling Penn State. They are battling them so hard. Clemson, Georgia. I mean, he's the he's the guy, he's the number one guy in the country. And so that's why I feel like, you know, now that, now that we go back and talk about all these two, that's why I feel like right now, Penn State's making a great move with Nolan Smith. It's such a surprise move and a big move because they're also in ties with the number one guy in 2020. Not to mention that you got Julian Fleming. I think he's a Penn State lot. Can't tell me nothing, but Mikhail Sherman and Bressy are 50-50 guys who I think could they could move in on real hard. I think they're not too far away from them at all. Um, Chris Tyree is a lot. I think Marshawn Lloyd. It's just, you know what? I think he's an 80% guy. I just think that, you know, he's there. And I think they can get him and Tyree, but I, I wouldn't call him a lot. I think Ohio State and Alabama are going to try to make a straight one. I've been hearing, you know, through the grapevine. And looking at these programs, I just don't think it's a lot. You know, I think Marshawn, Marshawn Lloyd is a beast, number four running back in the nation. I mean, if, if Penn State can land, if they can land Julian Fleming, the number one receiver in the nation, number nine guy in, uh, in the nation, period. If they can land Chris Tyree, the number one and number four, two, five, two more five stars running backs in the nation, 
Julian Fleming, another five. It's three five stars. We're just going to stop right there. Let me just give you that. Then you got Raheem Jed, who's a high four-star receiver, okay? Uh, Khalil Mullins, we got to see how that goes. It's, it's going to be one of those battles for him. I mean, everybody's after him, Clemson, everybody. So I don't really know. It, it, it really is looking like um, it's looking like a Michigan thing. I'm trying to go toward like Notre Dame being 50-50, but I really think it's all Michigan right now. Um, Anton Harrison, he's another guy to keep an eye on right there in the D.C. area. But I think Penn State could take him. I'm going to give Penn State 70 on him. I mean, looking at the looking at the recruiting and how things are going, I don't think Ohio State's making a great push to really snatch him like that. But I think that's going to be a battle between Ohio State and Penn State. And I know Merlin's going to come, but I don't think Merlin has a chance. And then Michigan going to come from behind. But I think Ohio State and Penn State end up going down the toe with that. And we're going to see how the recruiting really affects right now and what happens. We're going to see how that happens, y'all. Um, Darian Henry, I, I think that's a, uh, he's in Ohio and he's, he loves Ohio. You know, I hear he loves Ohio. I don't really, I, I know he loves, he likes Penn State, loves and likes him. I mean, but the thing is that it's not enough momentum that I think takes him away from Ohio. You know, uh, Jalen Berger, I would really like to see him go to Penn State. He's one of my favorite guys on there, but Penn State. Ohio State, Michigan, that's going to be the battle all year right there. The, the, the three right there. But the thing is, you still got Alabama. The better version against Alabama is going to swoop in. But Alabama don't have that same momentum like they used to have. So everybody got to watch out. So everybody's in the same bunch for Virgin. All right. Um, this is a good, good play. Aaron Parks is a, is a good player to, to have. Jaden Potton, good player to have. That you could uh, Jaden Moore, and these are guys Curtis Jacobs. These are guys that you know are to me heavily favored for Penn State. But at the same time, because I because I is it who I think um Georgia's gonna come for it. Georgia's gonna come for him. They're gonna come for him. So I, I like if I go anywhere with him, I would think I'm, I'm always that's probably the most prospect I'm stuck on because he likes he loves Georgia. That's not that's not warm on there. He's warm, yeah. He loves Georgia. So it's always Georgia's took and DeAndre Swift and Justin Fields from Penn State. So it's gonna be he loves Georgia. And he's gonna, you know, this early in his recruitment. So watch out for that. Right now, yeah, I got Penn State 80-20. I'm gonna have to, you know, change up a little bit on because I, I keep on going back and forth, but you know, he loves him. He loves Georgia. So what else? So, like I said, y'all, listen. This is it, Penn State Radio. I want to give y'all the news, a little scoop. I got a lot coming. And listen, y'all got to follow the leader, man. Y'all got to follow the leader. You know what I'm saying? You got to follow the leader on Instagram. You got to follow the leader on Twitter. And you got to follow the leader, no doubt. You got to follow the leader. On Facebook, like my like page because I'm gonna have to I start having a lot of exclusives. You know, I have some, um, I got some stuff that I just have exclusive just just for y'all and go to my blog page. So, once again, like my leader page, leader Johnson page on Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, 
And man, I'm everywhere, man. I'm, I'm writing everywhere, man. So once again, follow leader. Love y'all, man. Come on, the main call. Come on.